What's good, y'all? It's your boy Jeff. I'm Kiana. And I'm Johnny B. And welcome to What's the What Podcast. Now drop the motherfucking intro. I feel like Trayvon with this black hoodie on. Huey P. Newton, Black Revolution. I'm with a Nubian queen and some illegal aliens. I got a black fist barred up and it ain't just me, it's all us. 400 years of oppression, I'm about to give me that black Tesla. Black skid marks on the pavement, cops want to see me in a black cage. Black on black on black. Alright guys, we are back again with another episode. I am back. Um... Spent a a week away. I had to take care of some some stuff, um, and as you guys know, went through a little breakup. Oh, and, um, <laughs> yes, had to um, you know dissolve all of those um, things that was um, joint okay. okay accounts and home and everything. So all right, spent last week doing that and. Now you're back. Now I'm back. Welcome back. back. And a little under the weather, but better than ever. That's good. How y'all doing this week? I ain't see y'all for the while. (laughs) (laughs) It has been a minute, if I must say so. Hey, Jeff. I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm busy. Busy. That's always a good thing. Yeah, busy is good. Just got to learn how to take a break sometimes. Even if it's, what, two, three weeks. Just take a break. Um... Everything is well with me. <laughs> okay. We can take that out. For what? Um, everything is good with me. Okay. Um, you know, I'm, you know, pretty. I'm a good person. I ain't complaining about nothing. All right. So I just want to jump right in, guys. Um, we got a packed show for y'all today. Do we? Um, <laughs> yes. Come through. You tell me what's on the Yes. Um, so first thing first, um, cancel corner. Um, so this week, um, and probably forever because I, I absolutely despise this lady um, from Fox News. Um, oh my lord! And her name literally just went um, out of my head. I don't know her name, but I saw that video today. Yeah, the Nipsey Hustle mm-hmm. video. Was that even his song? No. Well, it's a song that he's featured on. I just saw it say artist YG. Yeah, the um, artist YG, whose song it is, it is mm-hmm. called um, FDT for, for Donald Trump, and Nipsey does have a verse on the song, oh. but literally the part of the song, um, Laura Ingram, that's her name, Laura Ingram, mm-hmm. um, but what she was doing was the part of the video that she posted, you know, was playing on her show, was one of YG talking about fuck Donald right, Trump. Right, it was him singing, Russell was like, that doesn't even sound like Yeah, him. so at least... At the minimum, you have enough respect to at least put, you know, Nipsey on the TV, even though the whole segment was total BS of what she was doing. Um, Yeah, what was the point of them bringing that that song up? So, of course, you have your left and right um, media, and, you know, the left is going to always lean Republican. Um, I mean, I'm sorry, left is always um, Democrat, right is always um, Republican, and... So she was just kind of saying, you know, look at this, pretty much de- 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 degenerate, mm-hmm. sorry, um, and I'm talking about fuck Donald Trump and all of this stuff. And it's, just like, it's the highest employee rate that amongst blacks. Yeah, like right now that unemployment <laughs> number has zero. I'm saying ninety percent has nothing to do with Donald Trump. Absolutely, has all to do with Obama and the things that he did over the the last eight years mm-hmm. and now. 
Um, Trump is trying to destroy those things. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, I can literally go into it, um, but we're not going to spend time on um, Donald Trump, 45. Um, I really don't even like to talk about him much. Um, but, yeah, that's where she was just saying, you know, he's disrespectful and all this type of mm-hmm. stuff, and he's supposed to be an upstanding citizen and all that type of stuff. Um, and I guess, to me, she's trying to do parallels to see this guy saying F Donald Trump and then now see where he is. See, right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, it was just disrespectful. And I mean, again, have respect. This is, it literally was the day after his funeral. And this is how you show respect for this man. Um, and, you know, I really, I spent all last week listening to different interviews and stuff about Nipsey Hussle. Mm-hmm. And I didn't listen to his music much while he was living. But just the the man part of it, like separating the artist and the man, like he was really inspirational. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely somebody that I could get behind, and I believe a lot of people did get behind yeah. um, because of the things that he was doing. You know, in Crenshaw in L.A., um, they just named a block after him um, where Crenshaw and Slauson um, meets out there. Um, and I just think, like, the stuff that he stood for are the things that, I really want to start seeing us as black people really stand behind and not saying that we're not, right. but these are the things that, you know, for us to all win, like, this is what we got to do. Yeah. We got to start taking care of each other Absolutely. Um, as he was taking care of, you know, his block. And that's how you do it. You start block from block. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, absolutely. So, you know, he started off with one store in that shopping center and I think he owns half of the stores that's in the shopping center, and he owns the actual physical shopping gotcha. center. Okay. So, you know, that, that's phenomenal, man. Yeah, like, he's absolutely. able to employ so many people from his community and do so many great things for that community mm-hmm. um, when it's so gang-ridden and everything. And when you think of, you know, South Central L.A., you think of the Bloods and the Crips and stuff like that. Even though he was a Crip, he still stood for peace and harmony yeah. and all of that stuff. He was out of the gang, but wasn't as far as the brotherhood. And mm-hmm. that's really what gangs really was back they in the day. It was all time. about, you know, brotherhood and us taking care of each other. And then, yes, drugs got into it. Mm-hmm. Um, people started and doing turf wars and all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So, but that was all planned right. from the government and the drugs that they put into our communities. Yep. Um, so, absolutely. I guess that was a double. Not only to put Laura Ingram in the cancel corner for life. <laughs> um, but uplifting Nipsey Hussle as a man, but also uplifting his principles that he stood behind. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where I'm at, guys. Who you canceling, John? Um, I don't know. I really didn't even think about canceling nobody. That's could be good though. Yeah, I mean, nobody yeah, really. Nobody's pissed me off. Pissed you off this <laughs> week. Well, I have another cancellation. I know that's right. Come through with the cancellations. You were gone for a while. Come through through with the cancellations. So, you know, uh, as you guys know, I'm the political buff um, of this trio. um, And this past week, um, Representative Ilhan Omar from Minnesota. Oh, jeez. It's crazy because everything you're about to say, I'm like, yo, I just seen that shit. Yeah. So... She was making a speech. I can't remember exactly where, um, mm-hmm. but she had made a comment about 
9-11 being done by, you know, people who did something. Yes. And pretty much the right um, wing media try to blow it up and try to make it seem as though, you know, because she, she didn't say Muslims and yeah. then she's downplaying and all that stuff. Yeah. And it's like, I didn't get that from her comment. Not at all. Because truly. I didn't either. After 9-11. You know, there was a togetherness in the United States, mm-hmm. but at the same time, the Muslims was the boogeyman. Yes, it was like so, a Muslim scale. Exactly. So yeah. you had so many things changed in the airlines because yep. of nine eleven. Yep. You know, you had things change all in over school, the place everywhere. in school. Yeah, all over the place because of nine yeah. eleven. And yes, they happen to be, you know, radicalized Islamic terrorists. Yes, I can name that. But at mm-hmm. the same time, that does not make me feel any different about Muslims. Absolutely. That means um, they're not all radicalized Islamic terrorists. Like, absolutely. Because I can't generalize everybody. I don't hear anybody talking about these white men, um, Christian white men, who are doing all of these shootings and yes. all of this stuff here in America. Are we talking about them? Right. No. They, they don't talk about them. They just say, oh, it must have been something wrong at home. At home, growing up, they yeah. were bullied. A bunch of bullshit. Exactly. Really. So call a thing a thing. If we're going to talk about, you know, the Muslims yeah. and what they did, and just like how the Muslims was the big thing, now it's the Mexicans. Yes. Now and they do like, so much. Absolutely. And it's feel like it always has to be a boogeyman for us here in America, mm-hmm. for us to all mm-hmm. galvanize to talk about. And yeah. It's like... That's sickening. Like, it's crazy that we can't just accept people for people. Yes. Everyone is human. Yeah, absolutely. And I I start everything with relationship. Like, I don't, you know, quote, unquote, see color or whatever. I see your color. But at the end of the day, I want a relationship with you. Right. Like, and I'm not going to, if I have a bad relationship with you, I'm not going to say, oh, all black people. Yeah. All black people are bad or all, you know, females are bad or all of this or that is bad. Because I have one bad, you know, instance with you mm-hmm. or whatever. So, definitely want to uplift Miss um, Omar. Didn't um, 45 also make a tweet about what yeah, she so said I didn't... and put clips of 9-11 within her speech? Like, she was directly talking about, like, it was just a little thing that happened. Yeah, so him and the New York Times had posted something about, you know, this is... The something that some yes. people did mm-hmm, mm-hmm. type of thing and it's just like that's hey, not y'all what try- she was doing exactly y'all trying to blow this up into something bigger than what it needs to be yeah she made her comments and it's like now everyone has to be against her and it's like if you don't you know mm-hmm. say that she did something horribly then you're a horrible person yeah you don't stay with america or whatever like so i saw on twitter all last week you know, I stand with Ilhan mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. trending all over the place. So, I personally stand with her. Um, I'm not going to say that this whole podcast stands with her, but I, I, I mean, hope I, we do. I stand with I her. I see the interview or the, the speech. But so. do you know Ilhan? I know who she but, is. So, do you stand with her? I mean, I don't have anything Outside of? against her, even from the last conversation that we okay. had about her. Yeah, with, yeah, yeah. Um, xenophobia. So, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She cool. <laughs> oh, what up? <laughs> so, yeah. so is that your uplift or you can't who, who no you? I'm canceling the right wing media okay. like all together right wing media Fox, who, just Fox yeah, Fox, <laughs> Fox News Fox News you're canceled cancel speaking of Fox um, News yeah cancel the whole somebody. station can we cancel Megan McCain oh yeah. my can God. we cancel that bitch oh I do not like her that's why I don't watch the view see I watch the every view time I, I love the view but... every time a clip of the view comes up it's something with her 
Every time I see it on my timeline, it's something with her. So I don't like it. I don't like her. Um, I feel like she Joy should the, throw her over off. her knee and spank her ass. I feel like Whoopi should whoop out a belt and whoop her ass. Because that's what she needs. She's a privileged little white girl who needs her ass whooped. I'm sick of her sitting on that fucking panel Ooh. with that crown on her head Ooh. and that fucking chip on her motherfucking shoulder. Jeez. And pretty much her only claim to anything is about her, her father. Dad. And yeah. then she makes everything, everything, about about it's, it's everything, Yo, everything about her. Everything. Everything is about her. That, that That is one thing that and completely blows me. Oh yeah, like they're attacking her when they're really just all having a conversation. Yeah. And, it's like, and if somebody disagrees, it's like, well, I was just saying it because mm. my dad told me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Because when my dad was alive, I'm just waiting for somebody mm. to cut her off and be like, "Bitch, we're not talking oh, no. about you. It's not about you, bitch." We're not yes. talking about John. We're yes. talking about Cindy, your mother. And we're we not downplaying that. We're not no. talking about none of that. And but yeah, she everything friend. goes back to that. Everything. She's trash. I don't like her. You're canceled. <laughs> so yeah, I. I well, uh, listen. I think that's enough for cancel corner. I don't like spending too much time on this motherfuckers. <laughs> Fuck them. Okay. They're canceled. But yes, they are canceled. Right wing um, media. Megan yes. McCain. Yes. All of them. That's it. And Laura Ingram. Fox News, period. Yes. Then that little bitch come from Fox News? Yeah. Cool. Megan McCain. I think she was I a think she was on Fox, yes. Yeah, she I was. Think she was a contributor special on her. Her daddy was here. Yeah. Yes. She was an intern on some mm-hmm. other stuff. But yeah, Megan McCain have several seats <laughs> in a corner of cancellation. Yes. In <laughs> a corner of cancellation. Mm-hmm. Have a fucking seat. Uh, on the floor. <laughs> yeah. So, yes, we are going to take. A quick little break, guys, and we will be right back. An alarming case of classroom violence in Baltimore City. Today, a grand jury indicted a 16-year-old student at Patterson High School. He is accused of stabbing his classmate there two weeks ago. WJZ investigator Mike Helgren stays on the story live at the Patapsco Avenue District Courthouse. Mike? Denise, family members were hoping the case would be remanded back to juvenile court. That's not happening for now. Those relatives say they spoke to the teenage suspect and visited him in jail yesterday, that he is in good spirits, but he wants to go home. All right, guys, we are back. Um, So that clip that you just heard um, was from um, WJZ. Baltimore News. Mm-hmm. Um, this had happened what about two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, a young boy who had been put, um, picked on, and bullied by his classmates for a long period of time. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty much had his wits in. Yeah, had you know got to that breaking point where he just was done with dealing with it, and he chose to defend himself mm-hmm. um, with a knife. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously now he is facing adult time and he's what 16 16 years years old old. Um, and so you know we just have a quick little conversation about bullying and you know like the ramifications around it and you know first I guess was either one of you two bullied um, in school Mm. um, if it's not a triggering thing Um, (gasps) we can talk through and talk about it Um, but yeah just want to kind of open it up like let's just talk about um, you know, bullying and all that. Yeah, <clears throat> child, I was bullied. I was, I was, I was always bullied um, mm-hmm. in school. Um, like how young? Huh? Is it like how young? Um, I. It's like second or third grade. 
And I've always bullied for being, I guess, different, being effeminate and, you know, gay. Mm-hmm. Um, and then bullied for being fat, you know? So, um, yeah, I've always been bullied and kind of just, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how it turned around. I don't know when it turned around for me. Or when I had my, my when I had that point of, like, fuck it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I was probably maybe in the... 10th, 11th grade. Um, but yeah, I, yeah, I got into a fight on the playground when I was in the third, second, second or third grade. Mm-hmm. But these two boys, and I remember their names, Diamond <laughs> and Burdell. Mm. Are they one of the kids? No. Diamond and Burdell. <laughs> Diamond was in the second grade, third, second mm. or third grade. Maybe I was in the fourth, I don't know. But he was at least, at the time, he had to be 5'9", five, 5'10". In third grade. Girl, he was tall as shit. <laughs> five nine. Girl, he was tall as shit. Kevin, how old talk how tall are you? Girl, I'm five three. <laughs> if that Girl. No. <laughs> I am ten times removed out of third grade. Cause I was I when I was in the um second or third grade, I looked like five. Y'all ain't even hit puberty yet. How y'all five seven? I was a big bitch. How was y'all five seven in third grade? Girl, I don't know, but he was taller than me. (laughs) He only grew four inches. That's what I'm saying. Like he was taller than me. Y'all probably was like, oh my god. Okay, we're not talking about that right now. We just talking about how (laughs) sorry, bully bitch. I'm sorry. That threw me a little bit. You getting bullied on on the podcast? That just threw me. Okay, okay. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Sip some water. I'm sorry. Go back. Get your brownie thinking. Yeah, so they was, he was taller than me, but that was shorter than me, and they jumped. They came, I was, you know the little things, the little balls that you swing around the pole? Mm-hmm. I don't know what that game was called. I didn't know how to work the damn ball. I didn't know, I was just playing <laughs> with somebody else. When they had that game? Sitting like 1964. <laughs> I was just minding my business. I was playing the ball. Then one came this way, the other one came that way. They started talking all of this shit. I was like, I don't want to fight you. I don't want to fight Next thing I know, one of them swing on me. I was like, oh, hell no. And this is when I was little. I always had my little nails. So, bitch, I I was like, (laughs) (laughs) you scratched him? I was scratching and swinging, scratching and swinging. Verdell had a scratch down the side of his face, and I wasn't playing. Mm, Who won? Well, they kind (laughs) of broke it up. I kind of got jumped. But you got some hits. But I got some licks in. You got the best of them. That's what's up. But after that, <laughs> ain't nobody really messing with me. Except for this one girl named Brittany who kept calling me a faggy and a faggy. And I think one day when she called me a faggy, I pulled her ponytail and she turned around and hit me with her jacket. And I was like, was bitch. Probably fourth or fifth. Okay. And I was like, bitch. Oh my gosh. And I said, just like that. Then this other little bitch, I think her <laughs> name was Felicia. And, you still know um, what these girls look like? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Triggered. Listen, trigger. <laughs> <laughs> um, she was black. And this was young when I didn't really understand colorism and all that mm-hmm. stuff. But I was black too. We were both black. So, but she was blacker. So, <laughs> is in color? In color. Okay. She's darker than me. Okay. So she said something, something, something. And I think I was with my sister Jessica. And I was like, girl, fuck you, you black bitch. In fifth grade. And I, listen. <laughs> oh. We was walking pro- We was walking across the blacktop. I wasn't playing with these people after that. Like, I you know, that's know. right. Mm. So, um, I think once I got to middle school, I didn't really experience too much bullying. Um, just the occasional, you know, faggot, faggot, whatever. And I was just like, at that point, I was like, 
Okay. <laughs> what else? <laughs> okay. Um, that's the best you got. Right. So, but, yeah, like, it's just, like, everybody has a breaking point, and I think I, I think I was lucky enough to meet my break, get to um, my breaking point young, mm-hmm. um, and I also had, you know, tons of family, tons of friends outside of the bullying, um, and I had outlets, you know, to kind of channel that frustration through, so. Like what? Girl, um, singing, art, um, I, when I was in, um, elementary school, um, I had painted this picture, I don't know where the motherfucker is, um, but it was, you know, where, you know, y'all know downtown, when you go to the top of the world, in the trade center? Mm-hmm. Okay. So they had this like um, event, and they had my painting on display mm-hmm. when I was in um, elementary school. It was so nice. Okay. I got all dressed up. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that's what I would do, okay. and then I was always at church singing, and you know, always had a little scripture somewhere. All I knew. <laughs> scripture. Somewhere in the heart. Somewhere in the car. I said in your heart. Oh yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't your car, and you know you bought it. Okay. Me. And I went. To, I, to <laughs> okay. like, on that one, but no, like bullying is bullying. It it has different stages in life. So like, why I feel like, and I will say, while I feel like I was bullied, I do feel like in in retrospect, I did bully as well. Okay. Um, because I I do believe that hurt people hurt people. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do think that that is a way to, what is it? It's not cope. Deflect. Deflect. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did, I did, I did bully um, this one girl. I can't remember her name. Was that air quotes that you did in there? They can't see your air quotes. Oh, yes, air quotes. <laughs> I did bully her to a degree, but it was, it was. There's no justification. I would say it wasn't bullying or was it not? There's bullying. no justification for it. I was I bullied her and I was wrong. Um But you know, I was it in the same ways that people bullied you or no. was it just mm-hmm. it was like lighthearted shade. But you never know how right. it was lighthearted deep, lighthearted to them. shade can cut. Mm-hmm. Um so it was lighthearted to me could have been very heavy for her. Mm-hmm. And um I think uh it was like maybe three or four years after we got out of high school and I saw her in the mall and I was like, oh my God, you know, I spoke to her, I gave her a hug and I was like, and I apologized mm-hmm. because I like, I just felt like it was necessary. And she was like, no, it's nothing. It was nothing. Like, you know, I'm good. So we just kind of went from there when I separate. ways. Oh, I'm not messed up drinking that cup. Oh. Darn. No, no. Um, so I definitely um, have some parallels to your you know your story um but i feel like my quote-unquote bullying was a little bit different mm-hmm. um you being bullied or you bullying someone else i guess you can put it as both because when i was in school because a lot of us literally started in kindergarten with each other mm-hmm. all the way up until i was in roughly my maybe the eighth grade oh, wow. we were like a family Wow. So we was playing the dozens, or at least what I would feel is playing the dozens when you crack a joke on somebody and you say your mother, or yeah, 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 you say yeah. you this, or all of that type of stuff. Yeah. So that's what I dealt with growing up. Mm-hmm. You know, so I didn't really see bullying. I've heard people being bullied because I saw, you know, sometimes you got you had the kids who wasn't always bathed. 
um, didn't always have the cleanest clothes, yeah. had a little, you know, B.O. or something like that, and you would see people pick on them, but see, I wasn't that kid that either picked on them, most of the times I befriended those kids, like, they mm-hmm. were, you know, the people that I kept close because I felt like I was, my brother was three years older than me, so he was in the same elementary school as me, and then, you know, once he got to middle school, I was going there as well. So, a lot of the older kids knew me through my older brother. Mm-hmm. And so, it was kind of like, oh, don't pick on him. That's Jason's brother. And then my brother had, you know, a lot of people in school that he knew. And then a lot of them people had kids that was in my grade. So, we were, right. again, like I said, a big family. So, we all hung out or we all talked. Or I knew this person and that person. So, I didn't experience the bullying in that way. But, like I said, I definitely saw other kids being bullied. Um, and I definitely stepped in sometimes, but you know, as a kid, you're, you're stupid and you, you laugh and you like, yeah, they stink or yeah, they this or yeah, they mm-hmm. that. <laughs> and it's like, now that I think back, I'm like, man, we were some horrible kids. Yeah, like we definitely, yeah, we <laughs> definitely did some horrible things because I really wish that I could see some of these kids to see what, who they grew up what to be. Mean. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm pretty sure some of them are probably you know, got their own businesses or, you know, doing great things in life. And, you know, I would want to just, like you said, apologize to them Mm -hmm. for the the things that kids did because now as we see the bullying that's going on now in school, it's it's, it's different than the bullying. And that's why I don't know how to necessarily cope or necessarily deal with the bullying that's going in school right now. Um, with, you know, being there as a, a guardian for a 13-year-old who is going through being bullied and all that stuff in school right now, mm-hmm. you know, in my mind, I'm just like, toughen up, toughen up, you know, he's going to pick on you or whatever, but pick back or, you know, yeah. whatever, but it's just like, sometimes it's just not that simple. Yeah, you got to find the issues. Yeah, so I, I feel like the the schooling is a little bit different now because Very. I feel like the t- <laughs> The teachers back then kind of just like they heard us picking on each other. They just let it happen. It was like as long as ain't nobody putting their hands on each other, or whatever. Well, my no 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 my teachers. I will say that. Who? Um, I mean, they would tell us to shut up or whatever, be right, quiet right, right, or right. whatever. But it wasn't like they would send nobody to the office or try or to intervene. Or something. Yeah, exactly. There was no intervening uh, anything. I but have to tell y'all the you story. Know, yeah, well, we'll, we'll get to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but but just you know. To see that kids are, you know, resulting to taking their lives. And, you know, it's so much broader. It's not just in the classroom. No, it's, on, it's online. It's on social media. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's so many different ways and of And then it's memes them. and right. video and stuff like that. So, and like, you get picked. You're not just being picked on by people in your yeah, school. Yeah. yeah. Because you post something. world, damn Yeah, because when we was going, when I was in school, I think not until I got into, like, maybe the eighth grade, ninth grade. I got a MySpace. So I went through what? eight years. Yeah, I had a MySpace when I was about 20. Yeah, so. Well, <laughs> so. shut up. That makes perfect sense. Shut up. He on him. So. You know that? <laughs> so, like I said, ninth grade. Yeah, because I remember the young lady who helped me with one. Because she had a, a Zanga. Um, if y'all remember what that. Zanga? What that is that? X. A N G A. It was another social media. That was like one of the first ones. Um, that was one of the first ones that I remember. Um, and I remember her name. Her name was Carrie. And she had one of those. And then Facebook was MySpace and Facebook. You know, started to blow up and all that stuff. So I remember getting one of those. 
Um, and you know, you post a picture on there, and mm-hmm. that was it. Like, it, but now I think because kids use hashtags and stuff like that, mm-hmm. that picture that you post, especially if you do, you know, a prom pic or something like that, that hashtag that you pick, if that's something that everybody else is using, everybody gonna see it. Any anybody in the world can see anybody it. Anybody in the world, and literally somebody it. can write a comment underneath it and say. You You're look ugly. You're a slut. Or mm-hmm. who did your hair? Or who did this? Or who did that? Mm-hmm. And now you feel bad about yourself because you're like, I thought I looked good mm-hmm. or whatever. You were so confident and all that stuff. And, you know, to have somebody that you absolutely do not know belittle you and take you down has got to suck. Um, so, you know, it's just a different generation. Totally. Um, different type of bullying that's going on. Um, but, you know, Keanu, did you have any bullying you know going on when you was in school um my story i said i guess it's similar to jeff's like i never had direct bullying um but i did see people what's the problem John? ain't no problem baby go ahead <laughs> anyway but i mean i saw people who got bullied and i would be friend like people used to say if you're a friend of everybody you're a friend of nobody that's what they used to say to me because i mean not that i was friends with everybody but i could get along with everybody everybody would talk to me Especially then going to um, private school, being a predominantly white private school. You would think being one of, being a speck, as they say, I would have got bullied. But I didn't. I really didn't get bullied that much. All of the guys wanted to be my friends because they probably thought that I would be one of the black girls. But then they got a surprise. Like, huh, I don't like boys. Um, but they were still, you know, they was cool or whatever. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> but yeah, but I would try to, I think for me too, it was like, I looked at it more like, why why are you picking on this person just because they're different from you? Like, mm-hmm. they don't have X, Y, and Z, and you do, but that gives you reason to do something. They didn't do anything to you. They didn't say anything to you. What's your own problem with them? Like, mm-hmm. it's not that deep. Like, Or people who had, like, special needs or mm-hmm. disabilities or something, people look at them like they're crazy. And it's like, but why? They're just different than you. It doesn't really matter. Like, yeah. Just and be nice to humans. Yeah. We're all here together. Yeah, I mean, and I guess, again, I feel like, as we talk about this, I feel like I was the bully. Because, I mean, how many times did, I'm thinking back, how many times did I make a comment about the kids who were in, you know, um, as we called it, special ed, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, and it's just like, not none that they could hear me, but again. It was still said. It was still said. It was solely unnecessary. And now I'm just kind of like thinking back, like, dang. I was a daggone bully. So yeah, and I think ways. about it like I might not have said it, but if I was sitting there laughing, I didn't stop yeah, nobody. Yeah, absolutely, you didn't. I'm not that really person. befriending that person who was necessarily in special ed. I'm just like uh-huh, letting it pass, so yeah. people think it's okay. Yeah, yeah. You're encouraging it through mm-hmm. your your laughter yeah. and your you know your support for it, yeah. pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, but John, if you want to share your story, um, I know you said you had a story mm-hmm. on your heart because when talking about intervening, like in teachers. Um, I yeah, remember when I was in, um, I was in the 10th grade, and I can't remember the guy's name, not that it matters. <laughs> um, you can remember all the other people now. Listen, what, no, oh, no, no, go ahead, I'm sorry. Talk about that off of, um, <laughs> off mic. Um, but, um, I was sitting by the window, so, <clears throat> the light was coming in, the sun was coming in, so... Somebody said, can you close the curtains? So we didn't have curtains in our classroom. We had blinds. So the guy was like, yeah. He was like, can you close them curtains? I was like, they're called blinds. 
He was like, whatever, faggot. And then my teacher was like, you fat fuck. Who the fuck are you calling a faggot? I was oh, like, oh. Was that a gay man? No. She <laughs> oh, was black wow. and she was from New York and she had, a, a, I guess, a plethora of gay friends. Oh, wow. She was like, get your fat ass out. Oh, my gosh. She, she roasted his ass and she oh, sent well, him to the well. office. Mm-hmm. That makes you feel good. It didn't necessarily make me feel good because, I mean, he still called me a faggot. Yeah, that's true. So, but to but know that somebody was stood up for you, stand yeah. up for you. I'm, even at that moment, you probably. I was just sitting there, like I was. I had my hands crossed, and I was looking like, <laughs> like mm. that's what my, you get. And, but I was like, mm, nah, 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 boo, boo. I'm not gonna have to fight him later on because he got called a fat fuck. <laughs> I guess it's my fault if he got called a fat fuck. Do I have to fight this fat fuck? <laughs> oh my god! Because I will. Oh my gosh! But um, no, and after that, like. We was cool. Oh wow! Relatively until dot dot dot. Oh wow! <laughs> it's more to the story. It's more to the story, and I can't tell it. Got you. No problem. I understand. On mic. <laughs> if you want to know, send me a send me a DM <laughs> <laughs> at t h e e Johnny dot b. There you go. <laughs> oh, Lord. Yes. That's but, but yeah, sometimes sometimes. Intervention is necessary, it and I is. think what it is when you're young and you don't re- you don't recognize bullying for bullying. You just think mm-hmm. it's a comedic roast session. Yes, you don't know when or why. You don't know when to intervene. Yeah, mm-hmm. but when you're an adult and you see it happening, you know when to intervene. Mm-hmm. And I think what I'm sorry, Jeff. What, mm-hmm. what my nieces? I try to because they're about to graduate from fifth grade, so I always ask them like. Are you bullying people yes. or is somebody bullying you? Your nieces bully no, me. No, they don't. They, they bullied me. They don't like you. They, exactly. They bullied me. So I was actually like, okay, they, you know, I'm not, you know, nobody messed with me or one of them had a problem before and it's like, well, even if nobody's bullying you, make sure you're not the bully either. Mm-hmm. Like, and if you see somebody else getting bullied, step no. in. Mm-hmm. Or if you're afraid to step into that conversation, go get the nearest adult mm-hmm. so they can step in. Even if they don't believe you, go tell the next person. Mm-hmm. Keep telling somebody until they believe you. So you can, so you won't be like feeling guilty because you didn't intervene or you mm-hmm. didn't say anything. You just let it go on. You never and, know what you could have stopped. And I've seen like videos of students intervening, you know what I'm saying, in yeah. bullying, but mm-hmm. a lot of those interventions result in Fighting. physical altercations, yeah. which I can, I'm not supporting, <clears throat> But I do believe in self-defense. Oh, absolutely. So, you know, I was watching this one video recently where this girl was sitting in her. She was sitting at her desk, not in her business. And this Mm -hmm. other girl, she was a big bitch. And um, she was, like, saying to the girl, like, get up and fight me. And the girl was like, I don't want to fight you. So some other girl got up and was like, she don't want to fight you. Like, leave her alone. And then she wouldn't, like, she would not move. She was a human barricade and was like, I'm not letting you hit her. I'm not letting you attack her. If you want to hit her, you're going to have to hit me first. Mm So she hit her. She hit her. And then she got her ass whooped. <laughs> the bully got their ass whooped. And yeah. I was just sitting watching the video like, fuck her up. Yes. Whoop her ass. Because mm-hmm. she, need, yeah. she needed it. But Where was the adult? Um, I think now in some schools, adults can't even put their hands on Well, no, that's fine. But, but I don't know just, where they were. They weren't in the video. Yeah. Um, Because it's like, for as many videos like that that yeah. you talk about as far as somebody intervening, mm-hmm. There's probably ten times that amount of videos of just seeing multiple kids pick on one kid. Yeah. Um, yeah. I saw a video um, maybe over the weekend of these three little white boys in the bathroom, and uh, one little boy had autism, mm-hmm. and they literally was like bullying him out of the bathroom, 
and was saying all types of stuff to him, and the little boy punched him in his face and said, get the fuck out the bathroom. I told you to don't come back in here. Wow. And it was just like, damn, like, that's probably in between classes. Because there was a lot of little boys in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. So it was just like, damn, like, he's probably in between classes and high-functioning enough that he doesn't have somebody who has Stand to be with, with him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And to get bullied out of the bathroom and to get hit in the face like that and then to for a kid to have the balls to, to not only him. hit him but for the other kid to video it yes. and then post it. And then post so you posted it, it on Instagram. You posted it on Snapchat because I think it came from Snapchat. You posted on... Which furthers yeah. the bullying. Like, oh. I'm just saying. like So it was just like, man, Disgusting. this is crazy. And, you know, over the last week when I was moving... Um, I was moving stuff out of my um, apartment, and I saw this little boy walking up the street, like, with tears in his eye, and he had said, they keep on picking on me. And mm. I'm like, what's going on? You all right? You fine? Because I could just see that he was yeah, upset. Yeah. And, you know, I could see the other kids down the street, and he's just like, they just keep on picking on me and talking about me and all this type of stuff. And, like, I really didn't know at that like, moment what to do. But yeah. all I said to him was, like, keep your head up. You know, don't let them get you down. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm hoping just those simple words of telling him keep his head up and be strong yeah. and don't let them get you down was enough to keep him here today. Yeah. You know, not that I'll ever see that little boy ever again, possibly. But, you know, in my head, I'm like, if I didn't say something to him, he what could have yeah. Yeah, happened? You know, so it's like, I hope that when he got home, he's just thinking like, he told me to keep my head up, you know. I'm sure not, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. and he was probably no older than maybe seven years old. And they're, like, telling him that he couldn't play with them down by the tree or whatever because they got rid of the playground around that neighborhood. And it's just like, man, like. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, it's really. <laughs> yeah, it blows my mind. It's that's really, why I don't want no kids. Cause I tell you, the moment my child comes in that house crying, talking about some little motherfucker wouldn't let them play. Oh, I'm going down there. Who's the bitch that said something to my child? And get your mama and your daddy out here. Cause I'm gonna whip all your ass. Hey. Yeah. I, like that's like yeah, that's just crazy. Uh, I'm a little bit, I'm a little bit crazy. You saw how I was in the car. I'm a little bit crazy. <laughs> Is a little touch. <laughs> Cause that don't make no sense. What you mean, bitch? What is he your name on this tree, bitch? Ooh. And that's what I probably <laughs> say, you little motherfucker. Is this name on your tree, bitch? Is this yours? Is this yours? Is this tree on your daddy? Is it your daddy's? <coughs> is it in your grandmama's will? Is this mm. yours? Yes. Oh, if it ain't, if it ain't, then you get the fuck away. <laughs> Cause he gonna play on the tree. Go ahead, play on the tree. Go ahead, help me off around that wheel. Go ahead, play on that damn tree. I promise you. And I'm gonna stand right here. And if anybody say something to him, I'm gonna bang you in your mouth. <laughs> you better play with that damn tree. <laughs> Go ahead and play on the tree, Go little Taquan. <laughs> Oh, I don't want to play no more. Okay, get, well, then we can go home. <laughs> fuck get y'all. your ass on that tree. <laughs> fuck y'all. Get your ass fuck on that y'all. tree. You got me out here. <laughs> no, I ain't going to get on my baby. No, we going home. You want to go home? Fuck <laughs> y'all. <laughs> we going home. And then 10 minutes later. Yes. Somebody knocked. Somebody knocked. Somebody, somebody, knock. somebody fucking with the head on their head. Oh, you sick. You told my son, fuck him. I sure did. <laughs> your son said my son can't live the tree. Right. Fuck <laughs> you. Fuck him and your mama. What's up? 
my god. Michael Jackson looking bitch. <laughs> oh, I feel like this is like it's somebody he's picture. Right, like Y'all know I was You didn't see it happen. I'm just listen, I'm just preparing. Okay. I'm you, might have, you might have to intervene for Khalil. Kyra or Trey and whoop somebody's motherfucking mm-hmm. ass. I promise. That's always tell them. Tell them you got an aunt that live up the street. No, not even. I don't know. Tell I will them be you got a crazy uncle. No, I'm saying that's what I... That's no, what that's not a tell down. <laughs> you, got the, you got a crazy uncle All that right. wants to be on the fourth floor. <laughs> yes! I want to be there. <laughs> we... I want to be there. He wants so, a whole suite. I want a suite <laughs> with a dinette set. I want to eat in kitchen. What was the other thing you want? A dinette no, set. A, 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 a bidet. A bidet. <laughs> I want a bidet. He's so crazy, he can't even clean his own. Hold on. I want a bidet. <laughs> I want my suite to be, I want a platinum suite, okay? <laughs> Open floor plan. On what floor? Was that the fourth. Mm. With a view. Are we just doing a 72 hour hold? No. Or we, or this is permanent. No. This is going to be long time. Long time. Long time. Somebody's ass that bad. Damn. Oh my. Woo. So, y'all can play this episode back to those motherfuckers at y'all's school. Um, <laughs> nieces and nephews. Oh. I'm crazy. Oh my. Yeah. You, you fight kids? I, I fight, fight kids. I fight kids, grandmas, granddaddies, pastors. I don't care. I'm going to come about me and mine. I'm going to be hood, good, and all of the motherfucking above. Mm. All right, girl. <laughs> Sound like a movie line. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my. Wow. My, my, my. That is something that's else. Just one, that's just... Mm. But, you know, we experience bullying in adult life as well. Absolutely. To a certain degree. To a certain degree. Do you um, see it in your, in your life now? Bullying? Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> wow! <laughs> 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 I, do, I do to a certain degree, and I think, and I think what it is is a lot of things are triggers for me. Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, it could be, it could be, you know what I'm saying? Like you said, it could all be fun shade, but it, yeah, yeah, yeah. it cu- cuts a little bit deeper for me sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like I, I feel a little, yeah, a little bit. Um, but um, so what do you do about it? Being an adult, you can kind of well, voice yourself uh, a little more. Uh, huh? <laughs> because because of some things that I've learned personally about myself, it you you have a, you have an option. You have choices. You can Absolutely. either engage or disengage. Mm-hmm. So most times I disengage. Okay. Um, and most times it's not for anybody anybody else but me. You know, sometimes you just gotta walk away and let it let it be, and kind of sort of readjust your headspace and then revisit the situation in okay. a different way. Um, so yeah, that's just what it is. Um, I understand. So I mean, um, if you and it's just not for you guys, but for the audience, you know, if you know someone um, who is being bullied. Um, you know, please, you know, step in, mm-hmm. you know, be a voice, um, let that kid know that you love them, even in adults, you know, if you see, you know, an adult friend or whatever being bullied, you know, hug them, love them, let them know that, you know, you care about them, mm-hmm. um, you care about their feelings Let's and you want, support. yeah, absolutely. And you want the best for them, 
you know, um, and, you know, there's plenty of numbers to call. Um, the most important one is um, the Suicide Prevention Lifeline, um, and that number is 1-800-273-8255. Again, that number is 1-800-273-8255. And like I said, you know, just, you know, be there for each other, guys. Mm -hmm. um, there's too much senseless violence going on, as we talked about earlier with, you know, Nipsey. Um, you know, it's just crazy out there. Like, and it, we just have to protect each other and be there. Encourage and, each other. Yeah, encourage each mm -hmm. other. You know, uplift each other. Um, yeah. And teach your children how not to be the bullier. Yes, absolutely. Don't and, be I mean, the bully. And, and that's both sides. You know, teach your child how to not be bullied. And then how to deal and, with it, And too. How, how to deal with absolutely. it. And, you know, like I said, with a, I have a 13-year-old um, in school right now who's going through those things. And, mm -hmm. like I said... It's different for me because I didn't experience those things, so right. I'm trying to step in and figure sure, out how to cope, yeah. yeah, and how to help him deal yeah. with those type of things. But you know, when it's just bad, you know, I don't want to call them evil, but when it's just bad <laughs> kids <laughs> in the school, yeah, you know, it, bad it's energy. yeah, bad and it's energy. like you can only protect them, but so much, mm -hmm. you know, you you're can, not there, yeah, so. absolutely, you can only tell the school, but so much, yeah. You know, because you're they're in their custody and their care for that seven to three time. Mm -hmm. And so many things can be said to your child during that time that, you know, even when you're at home, it's not enough to counteract mm -hmm. it. I know. Yeah. So, you know, like I said, guys, just reach out to each other. Um, if you know someone who has had thoughts of suicide or just need someone to talk to, be that person, give them that number. You know somebody who's in immediate help. I mean, in immediate, um, you know, need immediate attention. Nine one one, but definitely reach out to those resources that's out there. Um, they're all over online. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's it. Um, so we're gonna take a little quick breather, <laughs> and we're gonna be right back, guys. All right, guys, we are back. Um, that was a heavy little um, topic heavy, right there. Heavy. <laughs> All right, Effie. Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, so I just wanted to kind of close it up with, like I said, this last couple of days, couple of um, days since, you know, Nipsey had passed, um, I definitely have been inspired by, you know, the things that he's, he that he did and that you know was going to continue um and you know as all of his friends have been using the hashtag the marathon continues mm -hmm. i definitely want to pick up my you know pick up my mantle and continue the marathon here um where i live um and so pretty much what that's going to entail um is just giving little hints of you know financial literacy um stuff that you know we didn't get grown up, um, but things that we need to be successful in this world that we live in. You know, um, a person I heard on the radio had said something about, um, you know, when Nipsey passed, that wasn't the end of the race. Mm -hmm. You know, now mm -hmm. we all have to pick up our baton and continue our leg of the race. Um, there's no end to this race. So, you know, even when a soldier goes down, 
you know, you got to continue. Right. You know, so pick up your baton where you live at. Start at home. Start with, you know, your four walls. Um, and just do better. You know, we all have to be more financial literate because um, we're in debt. We, you know, like we said back in the first episode, second episode rather, talking about building wealth and building um, black Wall Streets and buying black and stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. I was serious about that. Like, mm-hmm. that's so important. And, you know, like I said about Nipsey, you know, he owns that shopping center that his, his store is at. And, you know, he's doing great things or he was doing great things. And now, you know, Lauren is going to continue those things and, you know, the game. And um, I heard Nick Cannon speak about some stuff. Um, T.I., who went to his shop over, excuse me, over the weekend. You know what? I had a little problem with that, though. No, no shade. No, because he went after he died and bought it out. But why? how much did he spend before then? I mean, who knows? I mean, and I'm... And I see, and I see. That's that's where we again we mm-hmm. get in our way. So we we're looking at it. Well, you no, no, I get that. it. No, I yeah. get it like that. But I'm just I'm just talking about on only the Ti perspective because mm-hmm. you know I seen one post where they said something about well when he was bashing Gucci, I ain't seen him go up there buy no marathon or whatever. It's called the marathon club mm-hmm. or something like mm-hmm. that. Um, not saying that's how I feel. I'm but just saying that's what, at that same know. time when he did talk about. Gucci, he talked about Buying black black, on, yeah. black mm-hmm. owned clothing labels. Mm-hmm. And so he did talk about supporting them mm-hmm. and maybe yeah. he didn't put that on Front Street about exactly. the marathon, mm-hmm. but he definitely did make a you know, a conscious effort to say, Fuck Gucci. Stop buying Gucci. Let's yeah. let's start supporting that, you know, little vendor that's in your mall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's black uh-huh. owned. That's you know, your your cousin who been wanting to do a clothing line yeah. or do something, you know, some type of black entrepreneurship. Like, start supporting him. Stop mm-hmm. spending all his money on crap mm-hmm. of these yeah. companies who could care less about you, yeah. who ain't doing nothing for your community. And, you know, like I said, we spend so much money. We spend $1.3 to $1.6 trillion a year as a as a group. Mm-hmm. And not many of us have anything to show for it. Mm-hmm. You know, our communities are, you know, we blame it on gentrification and all that type of stuff. Gentrification doesn't happen over don't one day. Yeah, it don't happen one day. It happens over yeah. a long period of time. Sometimes mm-hmm. 5, 10, 15, 20 years it takes for them to fully gentrify a neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And then when it is gentrified, then we just sit here and we like, oh, look at the all these white people in my neighborhood. Yeah. 20 years ago, my uncle lived over there. My grandmother lived there. My whatever yeah, lived like, there. Why they don't live there now? Exactly. Yeah. You know, um, a couple of years ago, um, I can't remember exactly what year, but here in Baltimore, and a lot of those um, beaten up blocks, they were selling them homes for a dollar. Yeah, mm-hmm. yep, they was having do- dollar home days. Are they, like so they, they still got so yeah, yeah, and half of those blocks didn't even get purchased for a dollar. Nobody wanted to put the money into it to build it back up mm-hmm. so that our families can have some type of legacy. Right. Um. So like I said, every single week, guys, you know, we are gonna drop some type of you know, gem on you guys and be able to, you know, be able to build that foundation brick mm-hmm. by brick because um, I want to see us all win. Absolutely. And if Nipsey inspired you to do anything as he did for me, um, this is our time to, to show him. Mm-hmm. And not even just show him, but show the generations ahead of us and to show the generations behind us, like, we got to be there for each other. Yeah. Um, how do you feel about that, John? 
still committed. I'm cool with it. So, Damn, let's let's do it. So yeah, so definitely want to make sure that we're doing that, guys. Um, and yeah, that's uh, that's it. That's the show. That's the show. Carol. <laughs> <laughs> Another freaking episode, y'all. And you didn't uh, choke to the end. Good job. I know, you I made you, it I through. I tried. I definitely tried. But yeah, well, um, we'll get down with you guys next week. Sure will. See you then. Thanks for listening, guys. Um, tune in every Wednesday for a new episode. And make sure you follow us on Instagram and Twitter at underscore what's the what. And use the hashtag um, what's the what podcast to keep the conversation going. Um, we'll be back next week with a new episode. Peace. Okay, black, 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 black on black, black, my thoughts so black, 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 I'm black, my skin is so black, I'm rocking that black on black is black, 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 black on black, black, my thoughts so black, 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 I'm black, my skin is so black, I'm rocking that black on black is black, 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 black on black, black, my thoughts so black, 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 I'm black, my skin is so black, I'm rocking that black on black.